Hey, son, how you doing? I'm doing good, Dad. Josh, how are you? I'm doing amazing. How are you doing today, Uncle Rodney? I am doing good, better than I deserve. How about you, Larry? How are you doing today? Hey, you know me always. I'm fine, thanks to Calvary. Listen, I want to, before the scriptures read, just introduce Rodney. Uh, Rodney's not only a biological brother, uh, he's nine years younger than I am. He brags on that all the time. Yep. But uh, he's uh, also a brother in Christ, and that is such a joy. We get to spend eternity together. That's going to be a blessing. Amen. And then uh, also, he's uh, I have friends, but he's one of the better friends that I have, and uh, always there to assist and help in any way that he possibly can. So he's uh, he's just dear to me and a note to you as well, and anybody out there that might be listening to podcasts, if you knew him like we know him, uh, he'd be dear to you too. So we're so glad that he's our guest for this evening. Okay, Josh, you're going to read us some scripture. Absolutely. Um, this week we're going to focus, uh, or we're, we're going to build off of um, what's found in First Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 16 through 18. I'm going to read through the NIV um, version. If there's any type of uh, significant differences, then we'll, we'll read the other versions. Um, starting at verse 16, uh, For the Lord himself will come down from heaven with loud commandment, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trumpet call of God. And the dead in Christ will rise first. After that, we who are still alive and are left will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will be with the Lord forever. Therefore, encourage one another with these words. Okay, sounds good. That's good. All right. Josh, you got any some things you want to say about that? No, I mean, I, I think that you know the way that the way that First um, Thessalonians chapter four ends. I, I think that that's probably something that we should keep in mind as we go through this, um, okay. not only for ourselves, but but um, for for the listeners out there. You know, regardless of of what you happen to believe or, or what where you find um, proof in scripture for for either post trib. Um, uh, or pre-trib or, or mid-trib um, uh, uh, rapture that that we all will be uh, that that believe in Christ will all be raised um, with Him, uh, and uh, and that we should encourage each other and 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 are speaking of it. Um, so even though we we uh, we want to find um, what the Bible says about these these um, these possibilities, um, we. Uh, we we don't want to discourage anybody that that may believe differently than we do. Sure. Can, uh, if I, I'm sorry, Dan, go ahead. If I can inject. Um, so just just to clarify for our listeners, there uh, the topic that we wanted to cover today is uh, we just want to explore what Scripture says about when will Christ return. And, and of course, uh, Scripture says that no man knows the day or the hour. We're not trying to figure that out in the least. But uh, the the conversation came up in our last podcast of um, of these three different uh, schools of thought. So uh, in Christianity, you'll often find this uh, concept that some people believe that Jesus Christ will come back before the tribulation, and that 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 concept is usually referred to as pre-tribulation or pre-trib. We we abbreviate that a little bit. And there are those who believe that he will come back in the middle of the tribulation period. Because as we learn, tribulation period is a seven-year period. 
And then uh, actually the first three and a half years should be uh, peaceful, according to Scripture. Then things will drastically change at the halfway mark, at the three and a half year mark. And then the last three years will be absolutely uh, tumultuous. So uh, those who believe that Christ will come back before things get really bad in the middle, we call that mid-tribulation or mid-trib. And then finally, there are those who subscribe to the idea that Christ will come back at the end of the seven-year period uh, of the tribulation. And then, of course, those people are called post-trib or uh, post-tribulation. So again, uh, tonight, we just want to look at Scripture and and find out what it says about these different ideas and see if we can find uh, anything definitive that helps us uh, have a better understanding, uh, again, of Scripture, not our opinion. And uh, when it's our opinion, we'll tell you. And our opinions are simply that, our opinions. They're not necessarily right. So uh, Scripture is the authority, not Larry, Dan, or Josh. Yeah, and, and I think it would be good up front to let whoever might be listening, and hopefully many are, that uh, what we're talking about tonight doesn't have anything to do with a person's salvation. Right. Several weeks ago, we discussed biblical salvation and how a person could know Christ as their Savior. And uh, I think we covered that uh, really well. In that, so uh, tonight, with anything that might be said, we don't want anybody to come to you know to to listen and think that there's a, a challenge to because of these uh, topics that we're studying a challenge to their faith in Christ, and because uh, it's not I you hear, you hear just as a springboard, um, it's um, we're talking about the study of end times with what we read last week and what has been read tonight, um, the it, it's, it's a, everybody thinks Jesus is coming back. Everybody knows that. Everybody who's a believer and they read the Bible, they know that Jesus is going to return. And then there, but there's some that think that he's going to come before, just like Dan has said earlier, some in the middle of, and, and then the, some at the end. And what uh, Brother Josh has read tonight from the book of Thessalonians is we uh, believe that uh, when we are called up to be with him, that we the term that we use, and uh, many others do as well, is the, the rapture. And folks said, well, it's not in the scripture, that word. And true, it's not there. But uh, Harpazo is there, and that means a seizing and catching and uh, called up is uh, is what we're thinking about. So those of us who would believe that Jesus is coming before the tribulation, we're we're thinking. I think, and this is this is just what I think about what the scriptures teach that He is coming before the. We call it the Great Tribulation. Revelation calls it the Great Tribulation. And I think that is found from chapter number 6 of the book of Revelation all the way until Christ returns again in chapter number 19. And the uh, church is mentioned in, up until the point of uh, chapter 4, verse number 1. From that point forward, you know, the church, uh, the word church, at least, ecclesia is not there. Called out assembly is nowhere in those verses that then, Uh, go forward. But uh, for uh, people who are listening, uh, there's some strong points in uh, that people have in all of those areas, whether it's pre-trib, mid-trib, or post-trib. There's strong points, and also there's weak points. 
there's some of some of the the I, I guess the interpretation of what we read in the scriptures and uh, the important thing is to know Jesus as Savior because regardless of what you believe about any of these uh, uh, we, we would call them doctrinal issues any of those things that you believe we're all going to be together someday if our faith is in the Lord Jesus Christ he's going to take us in the end to be with him and I'm Certainly looking forward to that. And hopefully that with what we're doing, uh, that uh, if not here, when we get to glory, we'll meet some people who has, I listened to, you know, discuss the Bible and then dug into it myself. And the Holy Spirit dealt with my heart and I put my faith and trust in Jesus. And he then helped me to understand more about the scriptures than I understood at the beginning. So uh, I'm glad that we're talking about these, and uh, I don't know whether it will be covered in completion tonight or not, but uh, uh, it, I'm open to studying it more. It's interesting to me uh, because I believe that we're living in the uh, end times of the end times, in the latter days. I think we're nearing the time that the Lord will come again, and I just want people to be ready when he does come completely agree with that sentiment um can i can i direct our attention to uh to matthew chapter 24 um sure first um 31 in particular we can start with uh 30 um <clears throat> but i'm um, speaking in the end times i want to take exactly what what christ said while he was on earth um during his ministry um here <clears throat> um and he said, uh, then will appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven. And then peop- all the peoples of the earth will mourn when they see the Son of Man coming down from the cl- or coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. He will send angels with a loud trumpet call, and they will gather his elect from the four winds from one end of the heavens to the other. And so, you know, this, this, um, this idea of, of, of us being gathered up, um, probably, uh, the, the idea of rapture that we get, um, which is, as Paul Paul explained earlier, um, briefly is, is, a, uh, is the meaning of the word rapture, the, the, the literal translation from Greek, um, or the word that we get from Greek is, uh, is the gathering up, um, or sorry, from, from Latin um, is the gathering up. Um, of these people. So whenever we, whenever Christ here talks about um, the, um, that he will gather his elect from the four winds from one end of the heavens to the other. um, I I don't necessarily want to focus on that right now, but the, 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 the sign of the son of man in heaven. And then all the people of the earth will mourn when they see the uh, son of man coming on the clouds of heaven with great power and great, great glory. So this isn't something that, that, People will 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 be mystified by um, in any type of well, I mean, not I don't, mystified is not a good word. Um, that that people will will not notice. Um, you know, once that this happens, um, everybody uh, across the, the the earth will will at least have an understanding that something's going on. They may not have all the full details, but but they're you know they're they're all going to to be aware that there's definitely something. Um, radically different than than what they're used to um, that that's going on. Uh, whether they, you know, especially if they're not expecting it. Um, 
do you guys have any thoughts as far as as far as um, where to where to start on on uh, on on pre trip versus um, uh, post trip versus mid trip? I've got uh, a verse in Revelation chapter three, um, verse ten, that talks about um, something that I would I would account to to more pre trip or, or mid trip versus post trip. Um, uh, Revelations three ten says, since you have oh god. Before you go there, can we park for a minute in, Mar- in Matthew 24? Yeah, sure. So the, I'll, I will tip my hat that I've taken off to Dad. And uh, Dad, any comments on Matthew 24, the passage Josh just read? Oh, yeah. I think uh, you have to consider who he's talking to when he says especially the elect. He's still, you know, the gospel has not been completed. Uh, he's he's still there. He came to seek and to save that which was lost. He came first unto his own. He came to his own. They rejected him. And the total rejection has not occurred at that particular time. And so uh, who he is talking to there in the, could be in chapter 24 is to the elect, the elect being the Jewish population. After all, the uh, salvation is all the Jew. Uh, our Bible comes from them, and uh, Jesus Himself coming incarnate in the flesh as He did. But He was a uh, son of a carpenter by the name of Joseph. He was not the biological son, but uh, that's uh, who He grew up under. And so, in chapter twenty-four, when He comes, then I think you can tie in some of the verses that are in the Book of Revelation. And also in the book of Zechariah, uh, you can get some verses there that uh, everybody is going to see him. We, I do, let me not say we, uh, let me just say me. I I, I subscribe to the first time that Jesus comes. You know, I think we talked uh, last week about there being stages of um, uh, resurrection because we read some things in uh, chapter 20, was it, last week, where we read, this is the first resurrection. Since the last week, I read some more into chapter 21, and it continues to talk about the first resurrection and the second death. And and so I'm, I'm thinking that uh, the thing that we're expecting to happen now is uh, tied into the verses that Josh read to open our discussion tonight. And uh, chapter 24 could it could refer not merely to one event when Jesus comes to gather to himself his own, but it could also refer to the event when he comes back and every eye shall see him. I don't think everybody is going to see him when he comes in the moment, the twinkling of an eye. And I think that's described in First uh, uh, Corinthians chapter 15, that uh, just in yes. a moment we're going to be out of here. Let's, and that word moment comes from the the, the word Adam, and uh, it's just uh, it's quicker it's quicker than the blink of an eye. We could blink our eye, but the twinkling of an eye is even quicker than that. We could be sitting here doing the podcast tonight and be gone, and, and uh, just be changed. Those of us who are alive and remain should be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye. And so, uh, but, uh, as far as chapter twenty four. Um, Dan, you might remember being in Israel, some of the teaching that we heard there, that this this uh, uh, refers to the Jewish population. 
so I, I vaguely remember that, but I actually disagree with that opinion. Here's why. So based off your comment about the word elect, you, yeah. can, you can find the word elect referring to Christians, not, not Jews, not Israel, uh, throughout much of the New Testament. Matthew, granted written by a Jew, uh, audience was likely Jews, so I appreciate your position on that, but it's not necessarily definitive. Uh, if you start reading this, Joshua, you start in verse 30, right? Yeah, I think it goes all the way back to verse 22. Yeah, um, it goes it goes pretty far back. Uh, my notes recommended read the entire chapter, but that, that's for my study. But um, as you get into this, you'll find like 21, it's, it's beginning to talk about the Great Tribulation. And then what I wanted to amplify was not far before 30, actually just backing up to verse 29. So it actually states immediately after the tribulation of those days. And if you want a definition of the tribulation of those days in preceding, preceding verses, it's referring to the tribulation period that we know as the seven years, as Daniel defined according to um, verse 15. So um, this tribulation period, it says immediately after the tribulation. So good news is it, that puts us somewhere on a calendar. So we are after the tribulation. And it talks about how the sun will be dark and the, the moon will not give its life, blah, 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 blah. And then there will appear a sign in heaven, the Son of Man, and then the tribes of the earth will mourn, and they will all see the Son of Man coming on the clouds. So, yes, everybody sees him coming. And he will send out his angels with a loud trumpet, and they will gather his elect from the four winds from one end of the heaven to the other. So the elect to me still here is the elect, those of us who have accepted Christ. Therefore, we are now chosen, and we are, we are the elect, according to multiple references in New Testament Scripture. So the uh, book of Romans, the book of Acts, uh, the book of Ephesians. So there's, there's multiple references that we could bounce on if, if we wanted to explore that word. But what I'd rather do is I'd rather look at the reference that you had, Dad. You, you referenced 1 Corinthians. Uh, yeah. Chapter 15, it looks like uh, okay. 50, uh, verse 50 through 54 um, contains that portion. I'll, I'll read it from the NIV. I declare, you, I, I declare to you, brothers and sisters, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor the perishable inherit the, in, or the imperishable. Listen, I tell you a mystery. We will not all sleep, but... All, we will all be changed in a flash and in the twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet for the last trumpet will sound. The dead will be raised imperishable um, and we will be changed for the, for the perishable must clothe itself with the imperishable and the mortal with immortality. When the perishable has been clothed with the imperishable and the moral with immortality, then the saying that is written will come true. Death hasn't has been swallowed up in victory. So, Josh, let me ask you, according to verse 52, which trumpet? The last trumpet. Oh, so not not the first trumpet or. Well, so so there's there's. There's only two different um, passages that talk about the trumpet of God. The rest of them are trumpet of angels, um, or, or, or in reference to angels blowing trumpets. Um, in Numbers, 
there's a there's a verse that talks about um, they they talk about the trumpet of God, uh, silver two silver trumpets um, that exist, both of them being called to um, to bring the um, the camp of Israel um, together to be able to move uh, to a new location, and I think that this is more referencing to those types of trumpets and not the trumpets that we would see around Jericho or the trumpet of the, um, the, 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 the signs of the, of the tribulation, the, the, uh, um, yeah, do, do me a favor. I want you to, uh, to, 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 I'm looking. Do me a favor. Get your eyes on verse 52. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then I want you to read verse 52 out of 1 Corinthians 15. Then I'm going to read verse 31 out of Matthew 24. And I, I want you to read it. Make no comment. As soon as you get done, I'll read mine. Right. Okay. Go. Yep. And a flash and the twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet for the trumpet will sound. The dead will be raised imperishable and we will be changed. And he will send out his angels with a loud trumpet call and they will gather his elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other. Yeah, no, I agree. I could be talking about the same trumpet there. So, to, so for me, this this is uh, Mark one in the post trib column is the way that I'm interpreting this because this is according to verse twenty nine of Matthew twenty four. It's immediately after the tribulation of days. No, I agree. I, I guess I guess we have to decide who he's talking to, though. Who are going to be those people? Uh, is it, who, uh, who is the elect? Is that the question? Yeah, I know, but uh, you're going to have to decide who that is. I know that you gave some scripture references in the New Testament that yeah, you know that it says something about elect there, but but still, uh, the church is not going to go through the great tribulation. We are going to be spared the wrath of God. Yeah, the reference that Paul is giving there is uh, Revelation three chapter or uh, verse ten. Um, since that. since you have kept my commandment to endure patiently, I will mm-hmm. also keep you from the hour of trial that is coming or going to come to on the whole earth to test the inhabitants of the earth. Yeah, let me play catch up. Uh, can can we agree that there are three classes of people on the earth right now, the Jew, the Gentile, and the church? When? The church. To, you know, the today, church. modern day, or where we're at? I, right? I'm not talking about just the church as a, you know, I'm talking about the true born-again people of the church of the living God. Okay. I'm, not talking about, I'm not talking about Baptists or none of that. Right. Yeah, the, the question is when. What are you? When, when are you talking about? Right now, today, right now, right now today, modern day. Okay, the three yes. classes of people that are on this uh, on planet Earth right now. Yes. Yeah, I would agree. Right. I agree with that. Right now, and so another, and, and so the 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 question will 
when will Jesus gather to himself the bride? So, Would you agree the church is the bride? Yeah, yeah, got no problem with that. Okay, and so he's the groom. Yes. And his, there's going to be a wedding celebration in heaven someday. And then that's going to, in theology, in mind, I subscribe to that's going to occur before his second coming. We're talking about his initial coming where we're looking for him in the rapture, what Josh read, First Thessalonians chapter 4. I consider that to be the rapture. No, it's not in any of our translations, but it is in Latin. It's raptuo. So, yeah, okay. So Joshua's reference in 310? Right. Re- Revelation 310? There's another it, There's another reference. Yeah, there's um, 1 Thessalonians uh, verse 5, uh, or yeah, I'm sorry, nine. chapter 5, If you look nine. at 310, though, that's that's in the portion of that chapter where he's writing to the, Bur- uh, the church at Philadelphia. Yeah. So... Mm-hmm. It, does it apply to the church of Philadelphia? Does it also apply to the church at Laodicea? Does it also apply to the church at Sardis? Well, I think does I think apply to the modern day church. I think I mean, that verse in I think that verse in First uh, Thessalonians chapter five um, uh, uh, clears it up uh, in in the uh, in verse nine. Oops. Verse says, nine, Josh. Yeah, it says, "For God did not appoint us to suffer wrath, but." to receive salvation through the Lord Jesus Christ. And so even though he's talking to the church of uh, uh, Thessalonia, I, I think that, you know, it's, he's, he's not, he's not only regarding the church of Thessalonia at this point, he's, he's regarding all those that have received salvation through the Lord Jesus Christ as the, the verse ends that way. Yeah. Uh, but, okay. So as we look at first Thessalonians, First Thessalonians five. <laughs> Spit that out. Spit out. <laughs> I didn't do tongue exercises before. All right. So now, uh, if you there's peace and security and sudden structural come upon them as labor pains come upon a pregnant woman. But you are not in darkness, brothers, that the day to surprise you like a thief. For you all, children of light, I'm re- I'm reading just to play catch up because my well, notes can, that I had here from my previous study was that can we uh, can we take that the the verse that you well, just read um uh, yeah. into some context too? You said um, that that he will come like a thief in the night. Uh, so yeah. so if we have all these signs of tribulation, um, the great tribulation. Um, that that are that are very evident that that you know again there are things that are going to happen if you read that context there are things that are going to happen that are like birthing pains before the tribulation happens that these things have to happen um, before tribulation happens but then tribulation is going to happen and things are going to happen like we haven't seen before and so if we if we start to see these things the 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 entire sky is black for an extended period of time that that uh, you know um, a third of the earth is is um, you know, we can, it, as as a Christian community, we can start a clock at that point, and that kind of disregards the 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 statement that you know nobody that he's going to come in uh, like a thief of the night that that nobody's going to know the hour or the day. Uh, you, you know, we're children of light. He's coming to those that are children of darkness as a thief in the night, not to us. We're right. looking for we're looking for him. Gotcha. They're not. The world is the unsaved world is not looking for to them. It will be like a thief gotcha. in the night. 
Okay. To us, we're children of light, and so we're looking for him to return. I, I, every day, I don't know how it is with you, but I expect no, yeah, just any time. So, Josh, Josh, what Dad just said. Look at that same chapter, verse four. So, first, that's First Thessalonians five four. What does it say? Uh, but you, brothers and sisters, are not in darkness, so that this day should not uh, be a surprise, or should not surprise you like a thief. Right. Yeah. So it's exa- exactly what Dad said. So we, who are uh, believers in Christ, living in light, we are not in darkness. So we're looking for the returning Christ. Yeah. For the return and- of Christ. Yeah, and just the last verse that you read in chapter 4 of 1 Thessalonians in King James, it says, Wherefore, comfort ye one another with these words. And so, if how reading uh, Matthew chapter 24 and all of those terrible events that are going to take place, how can we be comforted? We can well, all be. I we, could not find any comfort. I, I, find I, think, comfort. I, I think you could, right? Like, uh, you're, 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 I think you're a mature enough Christian to be able to find comfort in those days that, that, even though things didn't pan out the way that you thought that they would, God's still in control and God still has will um, that that's playing out and, and, and the way that you can see it. And you, you, at that point, you know that the time's coming soon, even if it is post-trib or mid-trib versus your, your current position, right? Yeah, yeah. So I think I think that's probably the the encouragement that that he could be taught. And I'm not, I'm not saying that that it's 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 one way or the other. I'm just saying I'm playing a little bit of devil's advocate, advocate here and saying that that you know even if it is post trib, it doesn't negate the fact that that it's it, it's very comforting to know that that um you know th- as these things are going on, if it is post trib, that we can say that you know that we we will still endure because we know. Um, more so than we did before the tribulation started, that that God is real and and that these things are playing out, and that one day we're going to be brought up with Him and and uh, um, into the clouds as as Scripture spoken of. Right, and yeah, and the Scripture tells us that we're in tribulation now. We all have tribulation. Yeah, I think it's John sixteen something where right. we do have tribulations. We have that now, but the, I think the definition of great tribulation is somewhat different than the tribulations that we experience now. Every one of us have troubles, trials, and we go through tribulation, and the, the Lord is with us there at all times. I'm, I'm sure that uh, prior to the Holocaust and during the Holocaust, don't you think that people then thought, wow, this is it, this is the end? What about World War II, World War One? We weren't around. Just think yeah. about what went on during those days. And here we are in the, you know, 2022, and, and we think things are kind of horrible around the world. We look at Ukraine and see what's going on there and wonder how much longer it can be. Uh, Josh, in your state in California this past week, they had 20 earthquakes to go on around Elgin and the Columbia area. And some of them were almost four point on the Richter scale. And that's a mighty powerful earthquake. And so what has concerned me, even in hearing about those things, is uh, the Lord said these things would, uh, uh, he said these things would help. We, we read some of those things in Matthew 24, but it seems like these are the beginning of sorrows. And so yeah. here we are, they're compounded because of you know, all these things. I've got people who are right now concerned and worried about food shortage. 
Uh, people are worried about gas prices. They're worried about all kinds of things. They're worried about the economy. They're worried about this and that and the other thing. And, and so uh, some of the ones that I would hang with, run around with, they're concerned about the great tribulation and the fact that some of their relatives and friends, because they don't know Jesus, are going to be left here during that time. That's that's so, so discomforting to me and so painful to even think about. The, the, the thing that I do find some... Uh, uh, that I can rejoice in because uh, my study through the years has led me now to believe in the book of Revelation that during even those worst of times, there can be, people can still find Jesus as their Savior. They can put their faith and trust in Him. I wouldn't want anybody to wait until that time you know, to do that. But, um, um, you know, I've, 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 I've heard, heard, people, heard people talk about when the church leaves, the Holy Spirit leaves. But that's not uh, true. That's, that's not, not true. true. It because be the, true. He's omnipresent. Yeah, because um, he, he dwells within us. Got it. I understand what they're saying, but they are very forgetful of the rest of Scripture because in the beginning, when God created heavens and the earth, the earth was void and without form, and the Spirit moved upon the face that's of the him. That was him. Or he was here. It was he, him. He's already here, and he'll it's, remain here. He'll be here after we leave, yeah. That's right. I've had people to tell me the same thing and ask me about that same thing. And I, I try to tell them, and of course they disagree with me, and that's fine. I don't mind people disagreeing with me. It, no. doesn't, offend me. it doesn't offend me at all. Uh, it's just a, a human mind that's you know trying to grasp things. And and so, um, but no, the Holy Spirit is omnipresent, and so he'll, be, he'll still be here. Before we get away from it, can we look at the First, Thess- first Thessalonians? <laughs> Chapter 1, verse 10. You know what it is? I had a rocket pop before we came on air. <laughs> my, tongue, my tongue is still frozen. So, sorry. <laughs> is it blue? <laughs> blue. You've been eating Kool Aid. <laughs> yeah, frozen Kool Aid. <laughs> okay. So, uh, if I may, 1 Thessalonians 1, verse 10 reads, and, and let me back up, that's the middle of a sentence. Let's go to verse 9. For they themselves who report concerning us the kind of reception we had among you and how you turned to God from idols to serve the living and true God and to wait for his Son from heaven, who, whom he raised from the dead, Jesus, who delivers us from the wrath to come. I like it. So it, this could be a reference to the <laughs> tribulation. Uh, I say that because uh, we find in John, we find in John 3, uh, when we study, you know, everybody knows John three sixteen, and maybe even a couple other verses there. But there's also a reference in, in the book of John in uh, chapter 3 that it talks about those who do not accept the Son of the wrath of God remains on them. So we could, the wrath to come may be the tribulation. The wrath to come may be the, uh, you know, hell and the great lake of fire. So yeah. don't, don't know the reference here. Yeah. I don't either. Could there be, you know, there's a, I think we discussed it and not discussed it. We mentioned it earlier that the, the wrath of God, the wrath of the lamb, is that one in the same, or is that two different, two different things? 
and of the Son of God and the and God the Father the same? Uh, well, no, God, no, they're Jesus not. said that if but you know God, me, you God know the, the Father. Father is not God the Son, but God the Son and God the Father are both God. They are God. They Therefore, are God. The, wrath, the wrath of God is both yeah, their and, wrath. And, and, and you know, uh, fast forward to the book of Revelation in those terrible times that Josh has talked about. Uh, that I don't think anybody, I really don't think anybody with any common sense at all wants to be a part of those those events in the book of Revelation. But you get down to Revelation chapter 17, and the wrath of God is focused on the Antichrist and the false prophet and the beast. And, and boy, those uh, that's, a, you know, uh, there's, there's other things that are going to happen. We're going to lose one-third of the world right now. Uh, it, it, let's suppose let's suppose that twenty five percent of the world is saved, and the rap, there is something a catching away, a rap, a rapture that does occur. So then you've got uh, two billion people that are gone. You got six billion people that are left, and now you get into those things that we read about in the Book of Revelation, and one third of them die, and another quarter of them die. You're talking about billions of people that are going to be killed during that time. That are going. This planet is going to be devastated. Uh, the trees are going to burn. You know, this is it's going to be uh, just the topography and the geography of the lands and everything is going to change because of what's going to take place. But then it looks like God has had it. He's had it with the devil. He's had it with others. He's had it with the Antichrist. In, uh, in chapter 17, it's all against him. And so the wrath of God is falling out on him. And uh, But the, the, the problem is people who have rejected Jesus as their Savior and still during that time continue to reject him as their Savior. They're going to be, uh, they're going to be experiencing some of that. People who received Jesus during that time uh, are going to forfeit their lives in many cases, according to Revelation chapter 13. They can't buy, they can't sell, they can't do anything. And so unless they have the mark in the, the name or the number, and so uh, for people out there who believe any of those things that we're talking about as far as uh, pre-trib, mid-trib, post-trib, uh, I'm, I'm just thankful. Those minds, people like that, if they've got their mind and their heart set on the Lord Jesus Christ and they've uh, accepted what he did for them at Calvary and put their faith and trust in his uh, the gospel, uh, for I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it's the power of God unto salvation. Uh, the gospel. It's the gospel. Uh, these kind of things the Lord allows us to look at, to consider, to read his word about. And uh, maybe for me at least, never fully understand. I think it's in First Corinthians 13. It says that we just see things through a dark glass right now. So it's not real clear. It's sometimes not real clear to me. And so I, I, I admire you, love you, and uh, appreciate the, what we're discussing. And I uh, hope that we can, um, you know, just drive around in that uh, uh, area of Scripture for a while. Because we're approaching seven. Yeah. 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 Notice Dad is often the one who's cognitive of the time because it's getting close <laughs> to his bedtime. It's a, you know, I'm the oldest guy in this room. That's right. <laughs> I am on, on this uh, meeting that we're having. Uh, <clears throat> My body shuts down right at seven o'clock. <laughs> My mind begins to even shut down before then. So, Rodney, any any thoughts? 
Uh, not really. Just uh, I, I admire you all three of you for doing what you do, <laughs> and uh, y'all can agree to disagree and Sweet. keep on going, keep on looking for it. Oh, I don't, I don't uh, know that disagree. I don't, I don't know what my position is on this, honestly. <laughs> hey, Rodney said he's heard every one of the podcasts. Yeah, I listened. He did. He even heard one mom was on. He did. Yeah, yeah. I heard <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad mom's down at the other end of the house doing the Lord's work today. I told her to keep it down today. If we can uh, just uh, kind of <clears throat> push pause and uh, start again next week, uh, yeah. uh, either one of us can recommend a verse of scripture or verses of scripture. So for, it, our next, for next week, if I can summarize what we've discussed sure. tonight, so sure. what I've heard, you know, if if the wrath that's referred to in First Thessalonians, I'm just going to have to practice saying that word a lot, Thessalonians. Uh, so, if the wrath is reference to the tribulation, which I think in in uh, chapter five it is, it's, it's pretty clear. Um, then there's there's strong evidence there that. He is coming at least pre, if not mid-trib, because uh, from what we know of the tribulation, the wrath seems to start start somewhere around the middle. And you could talk about, you know, is it the wrath of God? Is it the wrath of uh, the wrath of the Antichrist? Uh, is it the wrath of Satan? <laughs> but but um, so both of these uh, uh, positions out of First Thess- First Thessalonian uh, seems to support either pre or mid trip. So uh, that's a a good mark for them thus far. And then what we read out of uh, Matthew 24, I think there's still some room there for a debate and discussion. But, um, uh, and as dad said that, you know, we discovered, you know, there's dad's comments. So please correct me if I'm wrong. You talked about multiple trans, uh, multiple um, resurrections, but yeah. Yeah. But, Actually, if, I'll say stages of resurrection. Okay, but according to chapter 20, isn't that the first resurrection? So it's a, It could be the f- completion of the first resurrection. It's what, it, uh, okay. it's what I'm gathering, it, because it's in stages. Yep. You get to one interruption, and there's some at, there after the tribulation, uh, because of people going to die, and they're going to go into the millennial. I think, uh, you know, we discussed a little bit about the millennial reign, a thousand-year reign. And there are people who are saved during that time will be going into that. So there'll be some who have been killed. If they go into that millennial reign, they're going to have to be resurrected. And so, be the, yeah, go ahead. You know, just uh, a question I'd like to postulate. We can discuss more next time is, yeah, is um, are all Jews saved because they're Jews? No. So, I mean, they're all, they're all going to go to heaven because they're the elect. No. Right? No, no. One hundred forty-four thousand, or one hundred forty-four thousand million. No. What was it? Uh, that's, no, but it's in the millennial. Yeah, yeah they were. The, uh, and and, and they, they, you know, they were all virgins. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if there's that many living day. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Gior, Gior, Gentile. Got it. That was. But, it. Yeah, they, yeah, they could all be children. Man, wow! Think about that. Think about one hundred and forty-four thousand ten to fifteen. No, hundred. Think of one hundred forty-four thousand. Yeah, one thousand from each tribe is what it's ten. Ten to fifteen-year-old kids. Think about it. Boom! Touched by the Holy Spirit immediately. Boom. 
and then done. Wouldn't that be crazy? Yeah, yeah, they'd be. They'll have a mark, and nobody can bother them. Nobody will bother them. Wow. But anyway, so uh, lots, lots still left unpacked. Yeah. So uh, I feel a, I feel a biblical eschatology um, series brewing. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. One thing that you know you might want to consider in some of those verses that she's reading too is uh, the abomination of desolation, because uh, that's when I think the Antichrist is going to demand to be worshipped as God, and that would occur. It seems like there's going to be a temple. Because he goes to the temple, and uh, he demands to be worshipped as God, and so that's that's where some of the mid trib they yep. think that's exactly when the church is going to be taken out of here. Uh, believers are going to be leaving the earth, and then wrath is going to be poured out from God. So, just a thought. Uh, hey, they're ready to rebuild the temple. Shall I'm the sorry. Chair? They're ready to rebuild the temple. They so, are uh, ready. The chess, and, uh, the chess yeah, pieces have been put in place. Some thinks that the Antichrist will give them the permission to rebuild it and to have their evening, morning, morning, and evening sacrifices for the first three and a half years. Yeah. Yes. So anyway, lot a lot to consider. Love you guys. You want Rodney to pray for us? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Rodney, you pray for us? Sure. All right. Ready? Yeah. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this time that you've allowed us all to come together, Lord, to study another portion of your word, Lord. We thank you for these three that come together every week to uh, uh, to uh, study your word and to discuss it and bring about their their discussion and uh, their thoughts on this, Lord. Thank you for this time, Lord, and we pray that you'll be with each and every one of us, Lord. pray that you'll be with Dan and his job situation, that you'll be with Joshua and his little girl on the way. We pray that... Uh, you be with us all and keep us healthy and bring us back next week so we can study more. Christ, let me pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, Rodney. Appreciate that. If you're enjoying the Thanks to Calvary podcast, make sure to follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash thanks to Calvary. If you would like to reach out to us for prayer requests, ideas for future episodes, or just to say hi, message us on Facebook or leave us a voicemail at anchor.fm slash thanks to calvary slash message or email us at thanks to calvary podcast at gmail.com